Buenos dias from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 16th of June, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. It's heating up in Andalusia with the regional elections less than a week away. All 109 seats in the parliament will be up for election. Results will likely impact all aspects of Spanish politics. For the right-leaning parties, this election will allow them to strengthen their hold that already exists in the South with the People's Party, or Pepe and Fox, holding 48 and 18 seats, respectively. For the left, the regional elections may dictate party politics for the foreseeable future. The Socialist Workers' Party, or PSOE, has been struggling to gain seats in Andalusia. According to that same poll, the coalition party of Por Andalusia, which was formed this year to specifically take part in the upcoming elections, ought to take seven seats. On the topic of elections, the six candidates to preside over the Junta candidates will battle it out on Monday the 20th of June for the second and definitive debate of the election process. Polls by El País give the Partido Popular a comfortable victory, although the fight for a true majority not so secure. As Russia's invasion rages on, peaceful solution to the crisis seems more unlikely. The vice president of the EU, Vera Jurova, has voiced her opinion on Ukraine's entry into the European Union by saying, let's give Ukraine the possibility of being a candidate to enter the EU as soon as possible. Jurova is also traveling to Madrid this week, where she will ask PSOE and Partido Popular to renew the General Council of the Judiciary. This constitutional body, if reinstated, will govern all the judiciary of Spain, such as courts and elected judges, and come back off the controversy surrounding Pegasus scandal of the Israeli spy software company. Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the climactic conditions are causing shortages in Spain. Newspaper El País spoke to Urthian farmer Pedro Gomariz this week. He noted that this year has been a climactic disaster. He also said everything in the country's supermarket is going to be missing. His predictions might be going in the right direction since in earlier months, Spain experienced severe shortages of sunflower oil, other essential commodities. Reports have shown that the cost of farming has skyrocketed with crucial fertilizers and chemicals tripling in price. Pride celebrations have begun all over Spain with parades, parties, and proud members of the LGBTQIA plus community having been celebrated. Small town of Citres, located just to the south of Barcelona, is probably the most famous destination for pride party goers, and this year it didn't disappoint. Saturday the 11th, festivities began beachside town and entertains fans from all over Spain for the entire weekend. Despite the joy and celebration Pride brings, the first Pride Week in the city council of Palma, Mallorca has begun with a bit of controversy. Tensions rose in the Balearic after the statement of its festival manager, Kristen Hansen, put the event in hot water. Hansen offended many people by saying that the event would bring people from the countryside who have never seen a lesbian. Despite the controversial comments, most of the Pride celebrations across Spain have gone well, ultimate goal being to promote peace, love, and acceptance. Pride celebrations may have gone to plan, but one unintended result has been alleged increase in cases of monkeypox. Pride celebration in the Canary Islands was attended by over 80,000 people and, unfortunately, has been linked to Spanish and Italian cases of monkeypox, rising the European case total over 100 in Mas Palomos Pride event has become the second focus of outbreak in Spain. Although the numbers are nowhere near high enough to constitute a COVID-19 style response, European health agencies are keeping a close eye on outbreaks. When you think of the Franco era, does the name Stuart Christie spring to mind? Probably not. Story of this Scottish anarchist is 
fascinating. British authorities of the 70s, Stuart Christie's was a terrorist, a dangerous and reckless menace to society, but to his admirers, he was brave, honest, and talented. Christie was a left-wing publisher, was planning to assassinate Spanish dictator Francisco Franco. Recent article written by The Guardian goes into great detail about Christie's assassination plans, which he devised while imprisoned at only 18 years old. Link in the show notes. Moving on to tech stuff, electric cars are the wave of the future. With many countries set to ban the production of gas fuel vehicles, it's becoming more important for people to make the switch. In the news this week, it's clear that Spain's thinking this way too, as they are looking to allow younger people to drive electric cars with a category B1 license. New license will allow anyone over the age of 16 to obtain a license to get behind the wheel of a low-powered microelectric vehicle with cap speed of 90 kilometers an hour. Interior Minister Fernando Grande Marlaska announced that Spain's traffic directorate will roll out the scheme soon. This may seem obvious, but right now Spain is in the middle of its first major heat wave of the year with temperatures in parts of the south expected to reach 44 degrees Celsius, over 111 degrees Fahrenheit. According to IMET, the Spanish Meteorological Office, Spain is facing unusually high temperatures for June. The heat is not set to go away anytime soon. The current heat wave is a direct result of anti-cyclone Alex and a mass scorching air over North Africa, while the official heat wave set to end on Tuesday the 14th. High temperatures are predicted to remain throughout the summer. Moving on, we can all agree that food waste is not good, and this week, the Spanish government has taken a small but interesting step towards fighting it. Contained within the draft of the Prevention of Food Losses and Waste Law, a ruling passed by Spain's cabinet this Tuesday the 17th will allow diners to take home food left over by law. That's right, the right to a doggy bag will soon become Spanish law officially the ruling will make it compulsory for restaurants to offer a take-home solution for any remaining food a diner may leave at the end of a meal. Ryan Air is back in the news this week for all the wrong reasons. The Spanish cabin crew unions that serve the company have announced a strike after pay negotiations fell apart. Ryan Air has been struggling to pull itself together since flight restrictions were lifted in Europe. Setbacks on staffing, pay, and logistics have only prolonged major issues. On Monday, the 13th, officials for the main Spanish crew union said in the press conference in Madrid that Ryanair staff are set to strike from June the 24th to 26th and on the 30th and on the 1st and 2nd of July. Strike will affect 10 hubs that Ryanair operates from in Spain. Be sure to check the latest travel news before you take a trip. Gerard Piquet has been in the hot seat too for his less than ideal situation business world and for public split between him and longtime partner Shakira. Say bad news always comes in threes, and this week Barcelona football club manager and ex-teammate of PK's Xavi says he doesn't see a future for the 35-year-old at the club. Xavi reportedly said that PK's unprofessional conduct, business interests, and physical issues mean he should go. This information was said to be shared with PK just a few days before his high-profile split with Colombian singer Shakira, who has had to deal with her own controversy for committing tax fraud. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Sun is shining. Heat is unbearable thanks to climate change. Here's a great plan for the summer. Make yourself a cool drink. Subscribe to the show. Want to contact us? Check the show notes. Hasta la próxima.